You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of GSRNACatch.com. And we have actual baseball things to talk about today. And not just the stuff that I've been doing in a video game. That's awesome. I don't think it'll come to fruition the way we want, but that's awesome. So we're going to do that. We're going to do that for two episodes today. So this is an official double header episode of Locked On Blue Jays. Um, the Blue Jays released their names on their 60-man roster. They went with 58, which is actually more than a lot of other teams around MLB went with. So they are they are going deep into the pool. We're going to talk about some of the names selected, why they were selected, and then the second half um, episode is going to be about what they can do with those two remaining spots. Because, I mean, if you're not using all 60 spots, what are you really doing? I mean, you're, you're just not taking advantage of the situation. But that's just me. I mean, <laughs> I, I've gotten to the point in the Blue Jays simulation season where I'm trading players that are not on the Blue Jays roster in any way, shape, or form for other players not on the Blue Jays roster in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah, I, I traded Oliver Perez last night just because he's... He sent, according to the game, he sent me a text message like, hey, Miss Andrews, when are you going to come in and start discussing this contract extension? I'm like, dude, you have a 573 ERA for us. You do not get to speak to me like that. So, yeah, he's gone, along with Casey Clemens, who was released in real life by the Blue Jays. Both go to Philadelphia in exchange for Adam Morgan, who has... Proven to be a very popular target for me when I do these uh, do these simulations and the testing. The Phillies really don't value him. He was in Lehigh Valley when I acquired him from the Phillies. So he'll start showing up in game mentions soon. He's not activated yet. Craig Stammen, another guy who's not actually on the Blue Jays roster. He was activated today, so he'll be in the bullpen for the series finale against the Angels. Uh, which by the time you're probably hearing this will have been played and hopefully the Blue Jays will avoid the sweep. Worst case, the White Sox come in. We should be able to get back on track against the White Sox. Just uh, the Angels. I, mm, it's Mike Trout. It's all Mike Trout. He's literally a one-man team and he's able to do the things he did. It's like, uh, I can't I can't do anything about him, but walk him. That's That's where we're at with Mike Trout. Anyway, I'm getting on topic. This is a Blue Jays podcast. I shouldn't be using it to just lick the boots of Mike Trout. MLB should be doing that, but no. Um, Like I said, the Blue Jays released their 60-man roster, and I thought it would be interesting to go through some of the names on there just because... All the the guys on the 40-man were going to be on there. I mean, that... That was a given. It it basically what was a default that if you were on the forty man, you were going to be included on this. 
And the Blue Jays are no exception. Basically, everyone on the 40-man got named to this provisional roster. So there's no real surprises there. I want to look at the non-roster invites, which that's that's where things start to get a little more interesting. So I'll do offense first because I, I have a lot more to say about the pitchers. So we'll wait for that. We'll go um, just through the position players right quick. Uh, with Danny Jansen and Reese McGuire, the only catchers on the 40-man, they were they were going to include some names. So uh, Caleb Joseph is likely to be the third man when it comes to catching. Um, he was in camp on a minor league deal, veteran presence, you know, older older statesman in the clubhouse, yada, yada, yada. Easy pick for the traveling guy. The other two catchers are guys who are really interesting for the future in Riley Adams and Alejandro Kirk. Kirk got a lot of attention in spring training for his ability to motor around the bases and just his, his pure skills when it comes to putting the bat on the ball. And I have no reason to doubt that if he continues to show well to the Blue Jays coaches, he could supplant Joseph very easily as that guy who who becomes that third option and and possibly en route to becoming a number two option because in in the game um i have him at triple a buffalo and he's acquitting himself very well and between danny jansen and reese mcguire combined hitting like 200 well one cold streak away from sending one of them down and calling up alejandro because he dude can hit dude can flat out hit um riley adams is a couple years away i wouldn't expect to see him get any game action this year but he's just another interesting name who could be a factor in the Blue Jays in a couple years down the road. So, fine enough. Um, the infielders, in addition to the eight that were already on the Blue Jays' 40-man roster, that would be Bo Bichette, Kevin Biggio, Brandon Drury, Santiago Espinal, Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Joe Panic, Travis Shaw, and Rowdy Telez. And yes, Joe Panic is on the 40-man. He got put on there when Yancy Diaz got deactivated and sent to the 60-day uh, DL. IL. Uh, the interesting names are the four that were not included. Now, a couple of them, minor league guys, probably would be the first called. Um, Andy Burns has been in the organization for what seems like forever, aside from that little detour over to Japan. A uh, solid foot soldier would not be surprised if needed. He would be called on. Um, granted, we don't we don't know how many members of the Blue Jays are currently battling COVID, so who knows? He might be pressed into action. Uh, Ruben Tejada also falls into this category. He was a minor league signing, much like Panic was at the start of the season. What was essentially figured to be the Eric Sogard for this season, just spending the season in Buffalo and, and teaching the youngins uh, tricks of the trade. So having that veteran presence around is good. Kevin Smith has been knocking on the door for a while. Um, he He's proven to be the, the most durable of the Blue Jays' infield prospects. Um, I remember when he was drafted in the fourth round out of Maryland. And a lot of people weren't weren't really giving him as much attention as say Logan Warmoth. But 
Smith has proven that he he has more capability with the bat than Logan Warmoth ever did. And he again, he's been knocking on the door door for a little bit. So if they want to go younger, if they have to make a move and get someone onto that 40 man, then yeah, Kevin Smith would likely be the pick of the infielders because I doubt they are going to go as incredibly young as Jordan Groshans, the other man on that on that uh, on that sixty list, and Groshans. This this would be a remarkable come up if Groshans was to see playing time. I mean, he hasn't had much experience aside outside of a ball, and. You know, I'm I'm guessing he's more included on there just to get him into camp and let him soak in some experience. So I wouldn't expect to see Groshans anytime soon. But the fact that the Blue Jays feel comfortable enough putting him on that roster and giving him that shot to hang around, you know, it does speak highly of how much they think of him. And hopefully, you know, he'll at least take the experience forward in kind of a lost season for everyone and be able to use what he gained to to build on that and hopefully be a part of that team. Make sure Austin Martin has to go to the outfield. Austin Martin, not on this list, by the way. Sorry. No, y'all are excited. The outfielders, only eight outfielders, and a lot of the names on there very familiar. Anthony Alford, Jonathan Davis, Derek Fisher, Randall Gritchick, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., Teoscar Hernandez, and Billy McKinney. The lone non-roster invite is Forrest Wall. And that says less about Wall's ability, though he's he's a very, very agile center field prospect, and more about the depth in the Blue Jays organization when it comes to outfielders. And we're going to talk about this more in the second half. Spoiler alert. But... Uh, with the release of Roman Fields earlier this year, uh, this is essentially the Blue Jays admitting they don't really have any MLB-ready outfield prospects that can be in consideration now. Obviously, Austin Martin becomes one of those guys who gets into consideration, but you're still not going to rush Austin Martin up. So, Blue Jays are kind of stuck with what they have when it comes to the outfield. And... You know, we said that going into the season. Like, it looked like Mark Shapiro was happy to see what he had and and what was was going to be more of a building block for the future. So it appears that is still the plan for 2020. See what you got in these outfielders and see who can actually uh, be that building block, who can, who can be built on in the future. You know what you can build on? Built bars. Built bars are great. They're protein bars that taste just like candy bars. They come in 18, 16 different flavors, along with some special ones that you can get if you really know the right people. Luckily for you, the right people is basically anyone who goes to that website, BuiltBar.com. You get to peruse all your options. I personally like getting the mix box because it's an assortment of all the flavors, all 16 of them. They're coated in 100% chocolate. They're soft. They're easy to chew. They're great way for me to just start the morning with a breakfast that I know is not going to kill me on my calorie count. They're low calorie, they're low sugar, they're high in protein and high in fiber. And if you go to BuiltBar.com and use that promo code locked on, 
you'll get $10 off your first order. So go to BuiltBar.com, use that promo code locked on, pick your box, get it shipped to you, and start being able to lose or maintain your weight while indulging in a delicious treat. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, we looked at the position players that are on the Blue Jays' big 58-man roster. Can't call it 60 yet. You want me to call it 60? Have 60 names on it. So, the pitching staff. There are a lot of names here. A lot of of familiar names that you're going to realize and recognize from the 40-man roster. Um, basically anyone who pitched for the Blue Jays and wasn't completely terrible last season is on that list. So let's go over the non-roster invites who are joining such luminary names as Wilmer Font and Hector Perez. And, well, Jordan Romano might be good, but we shall see. So added to the roster, because there are 33 total pitchers here. They're, they're prepared. Added as non-roster invites are Travis Bergen, who came back from San Francisco after being Rule 5 in 2018. Pitched for them in 2019. AJ Cole was in on a minor league deal. Many thought he had a track to make the bullpen and, and be promoted. That obviously didn't happen. Justin Miller, Brian Moran... Same boat as AJ Cole. Minor league signings might have been able to help out a little bit. I I will say I I, I in practice in use. My opinion of Brian Moran has grown. He's he's got a different look. He's so different from from the likes of like Ken Giles who overwhelms you with heat. Shun Yamaguchi who overwhelms you with movement. Brian Moran just kind of changes the the angle that batters have to look at, and and a lot of batters can't adjust. So. Don't sleep on Brian Moran. He might he might get some use out of that pen. Um, Jake Patrichka, we all remember Jake Patrichka. <laughs> I uh, I think he's he's kind of kind of low on the list. We just beat out Mark Zepchinski uh, for that slot. And then when it comes to the younger arms that were that were included. Simeon Wood Richardson is on that list, the teenager that the Blue Jays got for Marcus Stroman. Again, I feel more like he's in the same category as Jordan Groshans. He's not going to be expected to be called on, but it's just there to get some major league experience, hang out with the team, just kind of soak it all in. Uh, but you, you never know. He was doing really well at Dunedin last season as a teenager, so... You, you never know. You never you never know with some of those guys. Um, Nate Pearson's obviously the biggest name of the non-rosters because he's not going to be non-roster for very long. I'm sorry. He's going to he's gonna knock one of these guys out. I, I can tell you, if I was TJ Zoic, I'd be worried because he, he's the guy who could easily be displaced for Nate Pearson and no one would say boo. Um... Ty Tice is on there. Uh, he's a reliever. He worked his way up to Buffalo last season. He was thought to be knocking on the door. Could could be a bullpen candidate. Um, 
if there's a rash of injuries, he might he might be the he might be the chosen one just to see what he can do at a major league level. But given the shortened nature of the season, I think it's highly unlikely Tice gets in. But again, if you're looking for a younger arm who's going to move out of that kind of kind of triple A area, Tice would have been the pick. So it's not surprising he's on there. Um, Alec Manawa is on this roster. I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm very interested to see what Manawa could potentially do. I, I believe he does have a bit more maturity. I, I think he would have been a dark horse candidate for the rotation next season. But, you know, given the season is what it is. He's going to get a shot to to show what he can do in in this kind of shortened time frame that he has. So, again, I am I am totally totally fine with Manuel being on there. I'm not expecting him to see game action, but again, this is a chance to give some of these younger guys who don't know when there's going to be minor league baseball a chance to soak in the culture, you know experience uh, game action against MLB players and just kind of kind of get themselves ready. And then the last name that I had mentioned, and I had, I'll admit, I had not given this guy much thought until I started playing through um, the Blue Jays season because he, he doesn't really get mentioned an awful lot. And that guy's Joey Murray. 23-year-old out of Kent State. Um, he is a potential swingman, I guess. He he has the, the stamina to be a starter. But his stuff plays so well that he, he could be used in a relief situation if need be. So... Murray's really interesting in that I think he's he actually slots above a couple of these other other younger guys in terms of players that you know are more likely to get looks and he he made double a New Hampshire last season I actually have him in Buffalo this season and I know these are fake stats but he has a 303 ERA in nine games three of them starts came off eight and a third innings of one run ball with 12 strikeouts against Pawtucket. So Murray has the goods to be a factor. Will he be a factor this year? I don't see it. But again, he's a name that Blue Jays fans probably should get familiar with because he he is likely, if he doesn't make it as a rotation, he's a very strong candidate for the bullpen in 2021 or 2022. So interesting to see him in camp. Interested to see all these names. Um, but again, there are two slots remaining. So what are the Blue Jays going to do with them? Well, we will be talking about that in the second episode of Locked on Blue Jays. That's coming out tonight. So be sure to check that out. If you want to make sure you get the notification when it does, follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Jays. You can follow it on Facebook as well. You can follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb like a lot of other things in life. 
And you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Himalaya, however you get podcasts. You can subscribe to Locked On Blue Jays and make sure you don't miss an episode when we do these Sunday night doubleheaders. And now that this episode is over, you can tell your smart device, hey, smart device, play Locked On Fantasy Baseball and you will get Locked On Fantasy Baseball with Scott Cullen. Now that we have a date, he will get you ready for those drafts. I got one coming up in uh, in three weeks. Actually, that's my work draft. So I'm going to be tuning into Scott to get the tips. I need to take down my work league and take home that sweet, sweet money. Uh, can you use it on a new glove? But anyway, we'll be back with another episode later tonight. So for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jaysrunacouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.